Welcome into the podcast kitchen. You're listening to episode 36 of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as. Oh, that was clever. Good one. Okay. Also known as Canadian cooking prowess. Very good. Uh, we are not actually in a podcast kitchen. What? We lied. I you lied, I guess. Liar. Yeah, I've only told the truth in these 24 seconds. <laughs> Yep, he is Canadian, he cooks, and he has prowess. You yeah. No lies there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually still in the podcast closet. We're in the kitchen in our hearts. Aww. Because uh, this our week... stomachs. Our stomachs, good, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week, uh, we got... Uh, well, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago we got the book, but we're mm-hmm. we're doing um, Anthony Porowski. Am I pronouncing that correctly? As far as you know. Close enough. (laughs) Uh, Cookbook that just came out a few weeks ago, Anthony in the Kitchen. Uh, A full cookbook nook, if you will. So this is kind of our first book nook. Thank Mm -hmm. you for for willing. Uh, So no no later on book nook this week. We will have a currently captivating positive, though. Uh, As I say, (laughs) what's wrong? I keep spelling Canadian wrong on here. Like, am I an idiot? (laughs) Not okay. Canadian. I mean, <laughs> well, do, we have a test later uh, to name all the provinces, so I hope you're prepared. What? No, I'm just. Kidding. I could have studied. <laughs> okay. That wouldn't be honest. Uh, okay, so yeah, this week we cooked. So we ended up cooking um, three different recipes out of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, an entree, mm-hmm. so like a, a dinner, I guess mm-hmm. is a, mm-hmm. a plainer way of saying that. Mm-hmm. A side or snack. Mm-hmm. And then a breakfast uh, dish meal. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm so bad at this. You're doing just fine, Caleb. So anyways, so those are the three meals we cooked. We'll discuss uh, how it went and how they tasted and how well uh, written the instructions were and stuff like that that you care about in a cookbook, I guess. Mm-hmm. Pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, I'll let you go into Anthony's background a little bit Okay. of his history and uh, how we discussed how we know about him and whatnot. Sure. Okay. So, Antony is Canadian. He's Polish. Hence your uh, your CCP at the beginning there. Yeah. It's like Canadian. And he's American too. <laughs> he is. Oh man, he's almost a CCP. He's a <laughs> he's a cap. Uh huh. Anyway, sorry. Or, or C- a CPA. CPA. Oh, that's right Come there. On. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. He is, but I will never be. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. So he's not formally trained, but he has worked in the restaurant world. Um, And he's written about food, and he likes food. Didn't go to culinary school. Right. Yeah, he wanted wanted to be an actor. Hmm. Um, So he worked for Ted Allen, which was the food and wine guy. From the original Queer Eye. He worked as an assistant for him, not making food, really. Well, he would, like, make food for them, but that wasn't his job. Um, I feel like that's a lot of pressure, making food for a, a <laughs> chef. <laughs> yeah. So that's why yeah, it wasn't the job, standards. Um, And then later on, he became the food and wine expert on the revamped version of Queer Eye. And I... Okay. This is now less facts, more feelings. Okay. I think Antony is the best 
of the Queer Eye guys for so many reasons. He has great style. He is adorable. (laughs) He is... Like, when he talks, I feel like it's like, yes, tell me more. I'm, I'm, I want to hear what he has to say, because I feel like he talks the least of the guys. He's more introspective. Uh, I'd say he probably talks the least. I don't know if that means he's introspective, necessarily. Maybe he just doesn't have a lot to say. I think this season, he... They, they definitely, like, they're made like, an effort. you need to talk about your life. Like, you're interesting. Come on, and, and man. And he still didn't really talk much about his life. A little bit. Anyways, if you want to hear about our thoughts on Anthony and Queer Eye, go back and listen to episode... Insert episode number here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember what the episode yeah, is, but we, we had an episode on yeah, this season Okay, so I, I will stick to more of the cooking side, but that is what is so great about him. Okay. Anyway. Um, all right. So things that I got from, I got that from my knowledge of him, but also, um, the forward introduction where he gave some background. Right. Um, I also learned he loves peas, which you know what? (laughs) I love peas too. So we're going to be friends at some point. Um, the book itself has great font selection. That was episode 12. Sorry, I was looking through to try to find it. Okay. Episode 12, we discussed the Fab Five in detail. And I'm sure I gush about Anthony because he's the greatest. But... I mean, he got his own episode, so... That's true. We read Karama's book. He did not (laughs) get his own... Or we listened to it. Right. But that was a very good book. I would recommend that, too. Now, I mean, now that we're talking about it. I think I gave it three stars. Oh, I might have as well. Maybe not very good. A good book. Very interesting life. He has a a really interesting life story, and we listened to the audiobook. Sorry, we didn't read it, but I would recommend listening to the audiobook. It's a little preachy is why I gave it three stars instead of like a four. He seems like he also the order was like super weird. I felt. All right, we're getting off on it. Just wasn't like that great. But his story was crazy. You're like. What? Is this is this real? Okay. Anyway, um, aligning the ship back uh, to Anthony. Wait, one more. Okay. They're gonna make like a lifetime original movie about Karamos. Yeah, that one shocked me. Yeah, it's just like Earth, like whoa, starring Common. Yeah, they. It's oh my gosh, Common and Karamo came out with their books around the same time. So every time I see Common's book, I'm like, that's Karamo. Wait. Well, it's funny because, like, at Target, they'll have, like, Tan's book, and right next to it is, like, Common's book, because maybe they thought it was Karama or something. Yeah, I don't know. That was the joke I was making. We did not uh, read Tan's book. Intentionally. (laughs) We're excited for Jonathan's book and Bobby's book, but... Did they both announce books? Everyone is coming out throughout the year. Is Bobby's going to be, like... Like, furniture. Ooh, so. nice. Yeah. Some I don't know. Space. I don't know if Jonathan's is going to be, like, styles or, or like just, hair. like, a memoir. I'm hoping it's a memoir, because I think he's also had an interesting life. Bobby has, too. They all have. Anthony. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now we get it. He's not the most interesting. Okay. So, I felt like the font selection in Anthony's book, which I think is an important thing. Okay. Yep. Because... Style is a lot of a cookbook. Yes. Yes. 
And so, like, the cover, me, it's, we, like, We painting. have the cookbook with us. And yeah, the, but on, like, the recipes, it's um, this cool uh, cursive that I like. But but just the, actually, just the dish name, right? Yeah. The, the recipes but I are like in, the I like this, too. Are in a clear type font. Yeah. Easily readable. It, it's, like, it's bold um, for the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most recipes, but not all, have a picture. Right. But there's also my next... Okay, one of my next points was that the photos are really nice. Like, mm-hmm. um, Which, if you don't have nice photos of your cook, in your cookbook, like, what are you doing? Like, but you that's, even... that's true. I mean, the photos of the food are nice, but also, maybe it's just because I like looking at Anthony, the photos of him are nice. But it's also kind of cool because it's, like, him in different um, food places, him, like, walking around... Him being adorable, him wearing his cool graphic tees. He just I, looks so cheery here. I I really like Anthony. And looks a lot like Christian Bale from American Psycho. I think Anthony is the most attractive of the bunch. All right, back to the cookbook. Oh, I'm so again. sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. All right. Something that I think both of us thought was a little weird was so for the table of contents, he calls like the meat section animal. Why? Maybe because he includes fish? So a, a ding for the table of contents or something. So we have apps and snacks, uh-huh. greens, veg, and other sides. That's fine. Soups and stews. Uh-huh. Pasta and rice. Uh-huh. Weeknight healthy-ish. Also okay. It's just animal. animal. Bakes. Also bakes is weird too. <laughs> just be called dessert. Is that what Sweets. it was? I didn't get to that part. Yeah, it's like pies okay. and stuff. It looks really good. We didn't make one of those, but we will eventually. Well, we had a, a different dessert, but we'll get to that later. Okay. All right. So those are my kind of like initial thoughts. I I honestly wish the introduction that he wrote um, for... Was a little longer. Yeah. Okay. The other guy wrote the forward. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah the introduction was... He should get more personal. I mean, it gave a little bit of his upbringing, but it was mainly just talking about his experience of food, which I guess is what you would think, but still, I don't know. He's maybe leaving he room just... for his memoir later, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. He would not write a memoir. I don't know. I just, maybe he doesn't, maybe that's just not him. Doesn't want to share it. That's fine. Yeah. That's don't okay. You don't have to. Um, okay. So on to the dishes we made. We made the blackened swordfish, and Caleb has some some qualms with this. I do. Well, you have some things happened when we were trying to get the ingredients. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, the great polenta debacle of 2019? Yes. Is that what you're referring to? Tell us. So instead of using, like, quinoa, he used um, polenta, which is? Is that a substitute for quinoa? Well, I think up here he said that it was either up up in his little introduction or somewhere else he said that like he was trying to do something different than quinoa. Okay. That was like too used or something. I don't know. Yeah. So for those unaware, polenta is apparently like a cornbread uh, based like flourish. Well, it's it does look like quinoa when it's unbaked, like little tiny mm-hmm. beads. And I didn't. We didn't read the ingredients close enough when we went to get it, and mm-hmm. we got it at Dylan's. We got a bag of polenta, but it was the uncooked 
mean, he wanted cooked. The pre-cooked is what it calls for, a log of pre-cooked polenta. We did not get that. So I go to make it on, this would have been Monday night, mm-hmm. right? We go to make it. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, oh, shoot, it calls for pre-cooked polenta. I'm going to go back to Dylan's. It says on their site that they have pre-cooked polenta. I'll just return this and exchange it for the pre-cooked one. So I go there and search up and down the aisle. It says it is for about 10 minutes. Go find somebody and say, it's supposed to be in this aisle. They look. They go ask somebody. Nobody can find this damn polenta. So I just returned. What? <laughs> got explicit there. Sorry, you're fine. So I I just go and return the old polenta and say, screw it, I'll go to Target. It says on their site that they have pre-cooked polenta. What so do you think's going to happen? I drive all the way over to Target. All the way. It's like two miles, okay? <laughs> it's past the apartment in the opposite way. <laughs> we live within a mile of like five grocery stores. Yeah, so we're we're blessed. <laughs> So I go there, and then, of course, I get in the store and look at the app, and it says they do not have polenta, even though it said online that they did. So I walk in and immediately walk out, and then I'm like, and Kathy's text me, where are you? <laughs> I was What's like, wrong? the polenta is not important. Just come home. I ignore the text. This, yeah. I'm driven at this point. <laughs> so I call Whole Foods, who also is about a mile from our apartment. They have the polenta. He says, let me check. I, okay, we have one kind. I'll, uh, we have plenty. I'm like, sit it aside. I'm coming. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, it's okay. We have plenty. I'm like, sit it aside. I'm not looking for this crap again. <laughs> Come to the customer service desk when you get here. So I don't go to Whole Foods often. So I walk in, and I, don't, I can't find the freaking customer service desk. So I just go back and look, and I find the polenta. Thank God for Whole Foods. I actually have it in, like, the place you would expect it by, like, other Italian dishes. Because that's what it is in an Italian. Mm-hmm. And Dylan's was putting me down the, like, Latin American food aisle. It made no sense. Anyways, they had it. And they also had two and a cheaper option that was cheaper than the uncooked polenta I got from Dylan. So surprising. I ended up saving money. I know. Whole Foods, right? It was, like, the Whole Foods brand, 365 or every day or whatever. Hmm. So... Uh, maybe I'll do some more shopping at Whole Foods. Hmm. Uh, maybe not now that Trader Joe's opened up. A story for another time. Anyways, finally got the polenta. We come home, cook it. Everything worked out. Now, on <laughs> to the recipe. Of the three we cooked, the first being the blackened swordfish, the second... I'm just going to name them all three now. And then we'll okay. Uh, the second being the roasted sweet potatoes. The third being the French omelet. You put romantic in quotation. Oh, I'll get to that. Okay. Um, I would say this was probably the least favorite. Really? I was going to go my favorite. Wow. Because I've had swordfish once before, mm-hmm. and it was good. It's it's more like a steak than a fish. It's a little more... Uh, Meaty. Thick. Thick, yeah. Uh, a little, little tougher to chew on, which I, I don't mind that, like chewing on it a little bit, like a nice steak. What? So, I, I thought about a song, but then I was like, well, like, we don't have the rights. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, it was blackened swordfish with polenta, hush puppies, and roasted tomatoes. Altogether, this took probably, what would you say, minus the polenta debacle. Once we actually got to cooking, probably, was it that long? Mm. The polenta took a while to bake in the oven. 
So this was probably like 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, I, I thought it was my favorite one. Where would you put it? I mean, it was... No, I said least favorite, but it was really good. They were all good. Mm. I'm just more familiar with the other two, and so I knew I was going to like them more. <laughs> okay. Just saying. That's fine. So, yeah, if you uh, have the cookbook, I would recommend that. Kathy? I'd recommend it, too. <laughs> no, I did like it. We will try other recipes as the year goes yeah, on and, we'll, and maybe we update can, you we if we find a really it. good one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll tweet about it. All right. So next we made, and this was just uh, last Friday night. night. Which was last night. As of recording this, it was last night. Okay. So we made the roasted sweet potatoes and they came with a chimichurri <laughs> sauce. Nailed it. We, have you ever said that word? Chimichurri, aka Argentina's answer to pesto, is what uh, is what Anthony put there. Okay, well we so we made the sauce and then we also um, or the seasoning and then we also made the fries. And as a a lover of sweet potato fries, I would not rank these as the best that I've ever had, mm. but they were good. Okay, and where does this rank out of the three then? This is num. This is middle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have complete opposite rankings. That's funny, because well, this is also my middle, but we flipped the other two. That's funny. Yeah. Um. So yeah, these were pretty they were, simple. They were good though. Like they were good. Yeah, really easy to make. Yes. The only pro- the only hard part was like chopping the sweet potatoes because they're kind of hard to cut. That did seem to take you a long but, time. But but that's just because we don't have any like big knives. Mm. So we should probably get like a big knife. So it'd be better to chop up the uh, sweet potatoes um they were really good though but yeah i i would say didn't blow me away and also the chimichurri wasn't like adding a whole lot to the dish i feel like i just like sweet potato fries and they were good sweet potato fries yeah i agree okay i think that's why it's not my favorite it's because like the sweet potato fries that do blow me away have the best kind of seasoning on them they have something extra about them. Um, these were just kind of okay. Right. They were still good. Yeah. But I think the last thing that... Also, think... if you make this one, it serves four, which the little servings are up top of... And I just noticed this after yeah, making breakfast this morning. they should probably be somewhere else. Because it, it made a lot. So we have mm-hmm. leftovers, so, so we're we'll going to eat them for with lunch, lunch today. Yeah. Just... Take note of that if you're cooking out the cookbook. I thought it would be a good thing to have, like, if you're having people over. Yeah, it, it was a good snack. Yeah. Okay. I, I wish it had, like, a garlic aioli recipe with it or something. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And I actually did look one up Freaking just online love and I forgot to, garlic aioli. to make it. Nobody's upset. All right. Move on to the last recipe we made. Yes. So this one you just made. Right. I did not have Just made this, this morning, Saturday. Uh, it's the French omelet with cheese and chives. Oops, sorry. And so Anthony says it towards the beginning that French omelets are romantic. Okay. And that's his opinion, you know. Yeah, okay. Um. Sure, I'll go with it. It de- it it definitely like presentation wise looks pretty. And we took pictures of all the dishes, mm-hmm. so we will be posting those. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably as the podcast are, but we'll also post them to social media mm-hmm. of the dishes. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I, I thought this was good. I hadn't actually made, like, a actual omelet where you're supposed to, like, you know, roll it up. Usually I'll, I'll make scrambled eggs, like, every weekend, and I'll put, like, tomatoes and cherries. Or not cherries. Sorry, cherry tomatoes. I will tomatoes. say it did not beat your omelet. I think your omelet is better. So I guess mine isn't this really is an omelet, simple. though. It's a scramble, Okay. Because right. I, I just kind of scramble them up, and I use milk. This did not use milk. It was just the eggs. So that's a little better for you, probably, I guess. What? Just the eggs, no milk. Yeah. Um, well, it's not bad for you. Yeah, I guess we're doing skim, which we do. Anyways. Uh, I lost my train. It's really simple. Yeah, like, it's a, it's simple. I was, it was cool to make an, an omelet, like, and it, like, rolled up properly. I was like, oh, it's cool that I made that. Mm-hmm. But it I, looked really nice. I'm someone who likes my eggs like really well cooked. I want them like brown. You and, do. And this this was not that. So I think that's what put me off a little bit on the taste. I thought it tasted delicious. Um, yeah. So this was my three, but still a good simple recipe. Uh, if you want to impress somebody in the morning, make them a nice little yeah, omelet. You roll maybe up. Maybe that's what he meant by romantic. Like yeah, because it's this one just serves someone. one. Yeah, you did make two. So I would say this was the easiest and probably the most different thing I made, I guess, because I had never made like a proper omelet, so that mm. was cool. But the taste of it didn't blow me away or anything. It was just it was my favorite of the bunch. It's crazy how polar opposite we were on that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So those are the three we ended up making this week. Like I said, we'll, we'll probably make more. Yeah, we, we. I like to make different recipes we have like a cookbook we got at barnes and noble that we've made like 15 or so recipes out of and mm-hmm. and have added a few of those to the rotation of ones we'll make on the regular but now i want to explore this one so we'll right and we'll check it out see what all they got there's a mac and cheese that looks good yeah he uses peas in his mac and cheese and i'm intrigued so look for an update on that to come soon yeah um did you have any other thoughts on the cookbook I mean, I think I said this last week when we were talking about what we were doing this week, but I've never been excited about a cookbook. <laughs> so, or cooking. So, if if Anthony can can uh, help me with that, then I'm excited, you know? If he can excite you, then you're excited? No, it... Wow. I'm sorry. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> no, come on. Like, I'm just... It's good to get excited about things that that sometimes scare you or stress you out, you know? Yeah. If he's going to expose me to more types of cooking and stuff, I'm excited about that. I think it's always smart to broaden your horizons, and especially with food, because... You can get kind of... Um, you, you, everybody, I feel like, has a, a handful of recipes they're good at, but then, you know, if you make them so often, they get kind of bland. So that's why cookbooks are good to give you a new something to try. And maybe you'll find something you really like. And you could even, like, just put it with something else. Like a different food you wouldn't have tried. Like mm-hmm. the swordfish. And mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, we should add that and just make it with a salad or something. I don't think I would make the polenta again. Yeah. I don't think so. Either. It wasn't that great. Sorry, Anthony. <laughs> He's in with big polenta. I'm sure he cares. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um... Look for our review on Goodreads, and, uh, no? <laughs> yeah? You can rate it. 
Once we've done more, I think. It would, okay. It wouldn't be fair to rate it. But yeah, I I would say the I'm one probably gonna give it five stars regardless. Just the one us. desire I would have had, yeah, as well, was like maybe a little more background on him. I kn- I know it's a, just a cookbook, but you could have put more um, text in there, definitely. But yeah, I look forward to trying more of these recipes. Mm-hmm. All right, should we move on to our next segment? Let's do it. Uh, currently captivating positives. Do you want to go first this week? Yeah. Okay. So first I was like thinking of different ideas and then the last one I thought of, I'm like, that's definitely the one. Okay. So let me explain. We went to see the wonderful, the talented Carrie Underwood in concert in Wichita. We didn't have to travel anywhere. That was nice. So we saw her at interest, um, and she was so, like, I, I knew it was going to be good. We got a little sneak preview when we were in Nashville, um, this summer. We saw her perform three songs at the Grand Ole Opry, but we got a full concert this time. And she had costume changes, a unique stage, great, or a great opening act. There were two opening acts. We only saw one, but it's one of my favorite country um, bands, duos, if you will, Maddie and Tay. Uh, They're incredible. You should check them out. So I was really excited about that. Um, Probably the best part of the show was when she brought out all the opening acts and they did this medley of like female country artists um, little songs and it was, it was a great, great time. So I want to say thank you to Caleb for surprising me with those tickets and I had a wonderful time. You're welcome. I, okay. I I guess I can mention the other stuff too, because those were my first ideas. I'm really enjoying, uh, watching Veronica Mars on Hulu. I had never seen it before, so I'm, like, on season one. I know that the new season came out, but gotta start at the beginning. Loving it. And also, last but definitely not least, tomorrow is our two-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So when this podcast comes I out... I look forward to it captivating me positively. Yeah. yeah. But it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet, but I can say that it has been a wonderful two years oh. with you. Ditto. That's it. Okay. My currently captivating positive, I guess it has to be. Like, how could it not be? My birthday was this week. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, tell me about it. (laughs) So, yeah, for my birthday, I had to work, so that was fun. (laughs) And went to the orthodontist, so that that was was fun. (laughs) But then, uh, after I got done working and after Cassie got off, we went and had dinner at uh, Lola's Bistro a local restaurant here in Wichita that we wanted really to good. try out. It was Expensive, really good. but great. Yep. Uh, thanks for dinner. <laughs> um, it was nice. I and... wasn't fishing for that. <laughs> okay. It was a nice, very classy joint. We had a walu. A walu. It's a uh, Hawaiian butterfish. It was very good. It was delicious. Um, yeah, and a very quiet area, so that was cool. 
basically had the run of our place, the place to ourselves because like I there's like our, one or two other groups there. I think our server's name was Christian. So shout out to Christian. He was a really good waiter. Mm-hmm. Um, first restaurant I've ever been to with an amouche bouche. <laughs> and there was something at the end too. I forget what that one was called, yeah. so I wasn't gonna bring it up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, so yeah, then. Uh, and they brought out a nice cheesecake. Uh, for your birthday. For the birthday, I, I had a selection of the desserts, and I chose cheesecake. You picked the right one. Um. Yeah, and then after that, we went home. Did we have the cake before or after? I guess. We had it before. I think we had it before, we actually. We went so. mini-golfing. That happened. No, I I was oh, getting sorry. there. <laughs> you said we went home. Because I couldn't remember when we ate the cake. That's what I was talking Oh, about. okay. We ate the cake before I went to work. <laughs> oh, right. Because I worked from home. Yeah. So that's right. <laughs> okay. Kathy baked the cake, and then... What kind of cake was it? It was a Funfetti cake with Funfetti mm, icing. The yeah. best Betty Crocker <laughs> there is. Betty Crocker! Um, so next year... You gotta cook one out of Anthony's cookbook. Okay. I saw one called the Kansas City Coconut Sheet Cake. You, that's so, what you want. I mean, that's what I'm thinking right now. So okay. take note of that. Um, so yeah, then after dinner we went and played mini golf at All Star. It was very dark and hard to see, but fun. Um, yeah, and then we went home and went to bed. Yeah, it was pretty late at that point. I feel like. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. Okay. And then we have more celebrating tomorrow because it's our anniversary. I know. They're so close together. Yeah. Do you wish really they didn't were farther plan that apart? Out well. <laughs> so you're telling me that I should have waited a few weeks to text you? A few months. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I couldn't wait to meet you. I, I'm just kidding. Okay. Right. So those are currently captivating positives. Next week. We're going to be watching the movie Hercules. Let's explain <laughs> why. Okay. So originally, and we will do this at a later date. We, originally, we're going to do the top 10 animated Disney movie songs. And Caleb was like, oh, well, Hercules is definitely going to make the cut. And then he said something about Hercules, like something about Phil. Phil Lautitis. And I didn't know what he was talking about. And I was like, I don't even think I've seen that movie before. And then he was like, all right, I guess we're just going to watch Hercules. <laughs> So that is why we're watching Hercules next week. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, maybe you can relate it to, like, Cersei. Cersei? That book you read? Yeah, maybe I'll know more background on these gods. Yeah. And like, oh, actually, they kind of <laughs> yeah. censored it here for the children, yeah. for sure. A lot fact of that check. Stuff. Fact check it. Fact check. <laughs> yeah, if that book is factual, I guess, is the question. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so Hercules, not the Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie. I think he was in that one that came out a few years ago. The animated one from the 90s that starring... We all know and love. James Woods as Hades. Uh, I think Danny DeVito plays Philatides. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, is it Jonathan La 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 that plays Hercules? Jonathan Taylor Thomas? I don't think so. I, I don't think it's like a, a big oh. name person. Some rando that plays Hercules. He's got a good singing voice, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll I... still be gushing yeah. about Disney songs next week because it's got some great ones. Yeah, one of my favorite Disney songs is in that movie. Which is weird that you've never seen it. I think I've seen, like, parts of it. Okay. Well, but not enough 
to like understand any references to well, the movie. As of this point, next week you will have known it because we're probably gonna record the podcast early next week because we got a wedding to go to in Kansas City. We're getting married. Are no. you proposing right now? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to Asher and Bree's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I'm sorry. I got way too excited. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. Go out and vote in a few months. Oh, wow. You just stole my thing. Yours is hugged your Oh, my ones. God. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, All right. Should... Well, hug your loved ones. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thanks for listening and see you next Sunday. <laughs>